Welcome, all you business geeks, to the Business Geeks podcast, an entrepreneurial show where three friends geek out loud and proud on everybody's business. I'm Super Joe Pardo of SuperJoePardo.com and IndiePodcasters.com. I'm joined by my two wonderful co-hosts, Jennifer Crawford, the co-founder of Sparent.co, and Samantha Riley of SamanthaRiley.global. This week, we are talking about egos and if they are too big for your business and what you can do about it and how to handle it. And I guess, hopefully, how to handle somebody else that has a big ego, like a partner or somebody else you're working with. So how's everybody? How, uh, Sam, how are you feeling today? I'm doing so well. Yeah. The humidity in Sydney has hit. We're heading into summer and... Whew, Anything could happen to my hair over the next half an hour because I can feel it growing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and I can actually see because your camera is doing wonderful now. How awesome! I know how, how awesome good is that? Leon. He spent the day in the office yesterday and got it all set up, and I magically showed up this morning, and it's all different. Woo! I love it. I love it. Love it. Jen, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. Doing great. Fantastic. Still doing my burpees. Oh, how many are you up to? Uh, Today is 57 burpees. Oh, and I'm also doing the same number of sit-ups. So it's 57 burpees, 57 sit-ups. That is epic, Jen. That is epic. You're going to be super fit in no time. What a machine. I'm just a machine. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody is videotaping me doing these things, thank goodness, because it sounds much more impressive than it actually looks impressive in reality. I promise you. That that picture of how I look uh, in my mind, how I'm running, you know, running on the beach. That's exactly, exactly what I'm referring to. Yeah, look, unless someone else is doing 57 burpees, no one can comment. No one can comment. I'm a sweaty mess in the basement. But (laughs) how about you, Joe? How are you doing? Oh, I am doing overall wonderful. We're doing it day by day here in COVID land. Is that have they renamed America yet? Is that is that COVID land? Is that is that rumor true? Land of COVID. Yeah. Uh, Oh dear. We're earning the name. I will say that we are earning it. Yeah, yeah, for decades to come. (laughs) Remember that time (laughs) when everybody had to wear a mask and it's like oh that was too much to ask apparently that's gonna be around for a bit well that brings us right back around to our egos because people have too big egos to wear a mask right and jen this is your topic for this week and also before we start uh, there is an announcement we're gonna make towards the end of this episode so stick around for that jen yeah well i love this topic because i like to talk about for whatever reason i like to analyze things that might be a threat to our businesses because we all know that those scary statistics of how many businesses fail in the first year and the first five years so anything that i think us business geeks can do to lower that risk by bringing some awareness to some threats that we actually have control over i think then we're doing our job over here. So ego is one of those things that can really introduce some vulnerabilities to your business. And it's something that we have some control over. So I thought it would be a good topic for this week. And I also wanted to make a distinction between ego and confidence because they are entirely different things, but often are confused or thought of as the same thing. 
Mm. So just a quick distinction. One is earned. That is confidence. Confidence is earned by, you know, building things, making things, creating things, accomplishing things. And the other ego is imagined. Oh. Okay. So yeah, so let's kick it off. I found some great information about ego. It makes us susceptible to manipulation. It narrows our field of vision. It corrupts our behavior, and it often causes us to act against our values. And I think when our values and our business have a disconnect, then we're in real trouble. I agree. I think that is one of the biggest things that can send a business really down the wrong path is being out of alignment with their values and your personal values and your business values. And that's something that you always need to do a check-in with. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm not sure exactly how to, to launch this topic properly, but I would love to know, have you guys dealt with people in your life, either in business or otherwise, that are egocentric and I'm sure all of us have been on a phone call or a sales call with someone that's got a big ego. And I think, you know, at the beginning of my business journey, I would try and talk this person around. Now, if it comes out, it's a hard shutdown for me. I just, I haven't got time for that because when someone's got a big ego, you can't talk them around. It's very, very hard. Yeah, you're exactly right. I like to think of it as toxic vanity. Oh, you always got the fancy stuff coming out, Jen. Toxic vanity. (laughs) Toxic vanity. Because somebody that is driven by their ego does tend to be somewhat of a toxic personality. Certainly not a very good leader. And Mm -hmm. I think in order to have a successful business, you need to be a really good leader because eventually you're going to have to have a team that you need to lead in order to continue to grow your business and to design a culture, again, that mm-hmm, aligns with mm-hmm. your their values. Yes, fancy names, Tim Gillette. <laughs> Coming up with all the fancy names. <laughs> but you just mentioned team, Jen. Yeah. You can also have big egos on team. That also doesn't go down too well. Yes, you're so right, Sam. That's so true. Yes, it's not fun when your team members start telling you what to do. And I'm not talking about brainstorming. Like I really love the team that I've got now because everyone is everyone brings their ideas to the table. No one gets talked down. You know, everyone listens to their ideas and we all brainstorm. It's great. But I have had people on my team before that will not be part of that. They won't listen. They, you know, they think that everything except for their way is not good. Toxic vanity. <laughs> Toxic vanity. Well, and the, the, the weird thing about ego-driven people is that outwardly you may think that they're very confident because they outwardly mm. may portray themselves as very confident. But inwardly, what's going on inside of these people is they're very vulnerable and they're very insecure. And I'd like to give you a real life example taken from Survivor Season 20, Heroes versus Villain, currently wow. on Netflix. <laughs> Not specific much. Right. No. <laughs> so on Heroes. Episode? Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> on Heroes versus Villain Villains, one of the villains, is he a villain or a hero? I forget. But his name is Coach. And he's very confident in his episode. He's since been voted off. 
very outwardly confident as a leader. He calls himself the dragon slayer. I mean, this is somebody that's just very outwardly confident. However, in one of the tribal councils, another survivor questioned his leadership. She wasn't aggressive, but she said that, hey, you tell people what to do, and then you walk away from the situation, and nobody can find you while all of us are doing the work. So, okay, whether that's true or not, it doesn't matter because the coach was devastated. He fell apart. He literally was crying. He was, he, you know, anybody that listened, he was complaining about what she said to him. And that told me a lot about coach, that he was completely egocentric because if he was confident, no matter what, if she questioned him or not, like, he wouldn't have had such a such an extreme reaction because mm. inside, even though he was outwardly confident, inside he was completely, completely vulnerable and insecure. And she, she got to him. Wow. <laughs> Very nice story, Jen. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Great, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah and okay. sorry, you go, Joe. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, was he micromanaging the team? Was he like really like trying to? Away. <laughs> well, what? Well, what? Mm. He was putting himself or, or fancied himself a leader. He was very outspoken about his integrity, how his word was his honor, and and that to me, whenever somebody has to tell me that, just you know, tell me that they're full of integrity and that their word is their honor. Like to me, it's just words. Like, why are you mm. telling me this? Why don't you just show me who you are? Like, mm. your action should be all that is needed. I think people who are just making a point to point out their integrity every chance they get it makes me question <laughs> that they have mm. any integrity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he certainly, he certainly showed his true colors in Survivor mm. season twenty: Heroes versus Villains. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Survivor in years. I haven't either. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to go back and have a look. <sighs> Joe, you were going to say something. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the whole ego thing. Look, I'm sure that somebody at some point felt that way about me. In fact, I'm pretty confident that that's come across at some point. And it's a shame that sometimes it can be misrepresentative of the actions when people you know like i've seen the opposite right where it's like where people like coast on their like one like they have one thing and then they try to like coast on that one thing for like the longest time like remember when it's like dude that was like 19 that wasn't even in this decade (laughs) it wasn't even this century like it's 2014 like what are you what are you talking about (laughs) like come on man and you know constantly with the whole like patting yourself on the back thing like I've had to deal with people like that. And the way I've dealt with those people is like, just smile and nod. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And, but on the, on the flip side, as far as like, as far as me, I think part of it sometimes comes down for misrepresentation when you're trying to figure out something that's like different and like take a different direction and approach. And people are like taking mis- that as a misrepresentation of like, Oh, Joe obviously thinks he knows best and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, we're trying to have a conversation about we're trying to get to where we want to be. And this is what the data is is showing. So Mm, like mm. this is data driven, not ego driven. Like, you know, I always say like Joe doesn't need to be right. We need to be right. Like we need to get it right. And then and I think a great example of that to go outside of just our examples, you know, personal examples 
was, you know, when Steve Jobs was getting ready to die, he was like, you know, don't do what everybody did at Disney. Ask what Walt would do because Walt ain't there and you can't sit around 20 years later asking like, well, what would Walt do? It's like, well, you need to do what Joe's going to do, what Sam's going to do, what Jen's going to do, what Nick's going to do, what Tim's going to do, right? What Brent's going to do. Like you, you can't sit around and wait for somebody that's not even alive anymore to, you know, formulate some kind of answer. You know, because then you always be second guessing, like, well, maybe they wouldn't have done that. Maybe it would be this way or that way. So it's like, yeah, don't get stuck in that pattern of, of like, what would somebody else do? Hmm. I think that ego confidence, even though they've got two completely different, you know, they they mean different things. There is some sort of crossover because when you're not feeling confident about something. It is the ego that's kind of rising up to show that confidence. And so it's about, I think it's about balancing it out because as business owners, we have to show a certain amount of confidence and certainty or people aren't going to buy from us. But do you guys feel confident and certain 100% of the time? Like we'd be lying if we said we were, right? Because we're not. Every single one of us humans are making it up every single day. I bet Richard Branson and Tony Robbins are still making it up every day. That's what happens. But we have to show this confidence. And what we've got to make sure that we do is keep that in check. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, you know, without a little bit of ego, we wouldn't get very far. But it's when we're driven by the ego mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. We, we try to you know, just get by with forever on our ego. That's where we stumble, where we fail. I mean, we all know people in business who who are, you know, infamous for alienating people. And a lot of times that is because they're an ego-driven person. They're an ego-driven leader. And people like you were saying earlier, like Joe, you're like, you just nod politely at people and then, you know, get out of their, (laughs) get out of their life as soon as possible. Um, (laughs) That's, you know, they've alienated you, right? That person has Mm -hmm. alienated you. You don't want to do business with them. You don't want to, you know, collaborate with them. You don't want to be at a networking event with them. (laughs) You want to get sort of out of their circle. So, so yeah, but I agree there, Mm -hmm. there is a bit of, ego that is needed. I mean, it's there for a reason, but it's often just abused. Absolutely. Yeah. Guys, help me out here. Brent's written, it would be easy for people to think Tim Cook's decision post jobs was, who's Tim Cook? That's Tim Apple. That's. (laughs) Oh, there you go. (laughs) It's Apple CEO. Right. There you go. So I wanted to add to that, that thing there is, you know, supposedly when Steve died, there was already like, I think, three to five years of game plan already laid out for Apple to like, basically, this is where we're headed. Like, they already had their projects and things. So it's like, when Tim took over, it wasn't so much like, okay, what's the next two years going to look like? It was more like, what's five and six and seven years going to look like? What's 10 years going to look like, you know, post Steve Jobs? Because they already know where they're like, it's our stuff's already in development. They're already probably far enough along in their roadmaps that they are it's not going to change where they going post steve jobs it's like you gotta look five years seven years ten years down the road and then brent asks which well-known ceos do you think get it right do do either of you have one that comes to mind i think i'm a big fan of richard branson but i think yes first one that came to mind for um, me too yeah i I think i mean i just i think he's just great in so many ways but i think to get to that sort of where you're a household name CEO, you've probably had to set your ego aside quite a bit in order to get there. Mm-hmm. I think that what I love about Branson is he clearly displays 
asking questions to other people. And I think that's what it's about. Ego-driven people are constantly saying, me, 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 where here's someone that will ask a question and sit back and listen. And I think that the CEOs, whilst I can't name any other off any off the top of my head, it's more about the people that want to listen and take in the data and care about other people rather than saying about how good they are. So it's more an action, I guess. So I'm going to go out and say Lisa Sue, just so that I, somebody different, because I, I don't disagree with the Richard Branson answer, but Lisa Sue from AMD, Advanced Micro Devices, uh, they make processors and graphics cards and things of that nature. But she has taken the company, when she came on board, she took their company. They were basically like, it wasn't the, like, there's only two companies that make processors for compute, for desktop computers. It's them and Intel. And it wasn't even close. Like they, Intel was so far ahead of anything that AMD had put out. And when she came on board, they put the right people, you know, she got the right people in place and built a roadmap for where they could head in the next, you know, five to 10 years with the new architecture and put a plan in place. And now they are absolutely killing it. I mean, their stock at one point was down to a couple of dollars at one, you know, like, let me see here. Their stock, like just in 2017, their stock was down to, or 2015, they were down to $2.33. Today they're sitting at eighty five dollars. Wow! Just to give you a you know wow. high level view of where they're at, right? That's and, awesome. And the, yeah, and the cap for them is still probably quite a bit higher than that. So yeah, it's absolutely incredible, and she you know she's a huge part of that reason that she was able to to do that and pull them up. And yeah, I think Tim Cook does a great job as well. You know, with their ability to. Uh, recognize where they're at and then you know make changes i mean they're seeing that now with their new macbooks that are out like i really would love to have one in my hands but don't quite have a use case for it right now so so yeah it's you know apple's uh, tim cook's a great example of that and he's going to probably be retiring soon too so we'll have to see who's next and we're only when did steve jobs die in 2011 2011 yeah so we're you know nine years out from some Steve's uh, death and, and so far has been in great hands. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the so, awkward silence. <laughs> yeah, it always it always finds its way in. Well, so what do we, like, how do both of you keep yourselves away from having the ego, you know, take over, right? Because there's also, there's times where it's like, when you know you're right and you're like, you know what, I'm putting my hand, I'm putting my fist down here and I'm just going to just make it, I'm, I'm just going to make it known that I know I'm right. It's had to have happened. And it, 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 I know, it, I mean, of I've course it has to happen. I mean, whether it's data driven or not, right? You, you have to like butt heads at some point. Yeah, exactly. Of course. But how, do exactly. You, how do you keep it in check? I guess is the question. I never really thought about keeping it in check. Yeah. I think. For me, it's just a, a feeling. I feel if I'm like, actually, let's take it back to the values. Am I acting in a way that is aligned with my values or am I not? I think for me, that's what it is. Yeah, um, that's a good, you know, guiding light for you. I mean, to me, it's like my my business is never about me. It's really, it's about like the service and putting something like into the world that people want and that's worth money. So that means, you know, I don't, if I have the best idea in the room, great. But if somebody else has a better idea, awesome. 
and, you know, creating something that people want to be part of, right? So, you know, building a team and valuing them and recognizing them and accepting all failure. I mean, that's really what a leader is about. Mm, It's like mm -hmm. you accept the failure and you let other people get credit for the success. I mean, to me, that's what it's, it's all about. Mm. Um, but yeah, align, you know, making sure that your actions align with your value. It can't be about you. It can't be about, you know, you always taking credit. You can't micromanage people. I mean, you have to, you have to set everybody up to win. That's your team, your business, your clients. Everybody should be winning if you're doing it right. Mm. I'm thinking about the time that we're maybe over the years where my ego has, let's not even use the word crept in, came in like a roaring lion, were normally times where I wasn't happy, wasn't happy with the way things were going, wasn't ha- maybe weren't happy with who was on my team. There was always something that was jarring and, and that was when it was almost like my ego had to take over from the uncertainty of everything mm. that was happening. So I think for me that's another guiding factor or has been definitely how about you joe yeah i try my best to always be reevaluating what i could be doing better and how i'm portraying things and like looking at things from a different angle of like somebody else's perspective and 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 obviously i make mistakes and it doesn't things don't always come out the way i you know i intend for them to come out or you know hope that it will come out or be brought across i mean which is i mean look as a person that comes from an it background you know with computers and stuff it it's always hard to like not be the jerk you know the egotistical <laughs> jerk that like oh it was user error obviously like but but that thing is like it's not my computer it's not my situation like i'm just here to show you how it's supposed to work i don't know you know, so it's like constantly showing people that they're doing it wrong. But that's not always the case, right? Like sometimes things are just don't work the way they're supposed to work when they're supposed to work. But but yeah, I just, you know, constantly looking at what I'm saying, how I'm saying it, reevaluating, how could I, you know, say this better? And then how not to, was it, the, there's like a handful of questions that you're, you shouldn't ask, right? Like, or the way you're supposed to ask them, you ask the was it the what questions instead of the why questions? Because why's come off as like you're being kind of confrontational and like you're questioning somebody's reasoning and like that you could do it better or anything to that effect. So that's, I mean, that's really the best that I've been able to put to- <laughs> together over the years. It's just like constantly look at it from how somebody else is going to perceive what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Asking better questions is a really good way to not come across like an egotistical jerk. Because so yeah. you can think certain things, but you need well, to yeah. say them in a different way. We're all human, right? Open the door, right? Yeah, open yeah, the yeah. door to that conversation. You can't just be like, the root of what I really want to ask is, why are you thinking that this is going to be like this? Or why are you doing this? Yeah. And But like, what I need to ask is like, the what, the couple of what questions, the how question, and then we can get to the why question because you'll already be there. By the time I've asked all those questions, it's like, but sometimes like the brains with the the shortcut, like, boom, like, let's just go right there. Exactly. And it's it's not going to give you the same result, unfortunately. Totally. (sighs) Was there anything else you wanted to add on that? 
Well, um, I think yeah. I think we covered most of it. You know, there are always signs. You know, if you don't know if you're operating from your ego or if you think, hey, maybe I have an issue here. Just quickly, there's some signs, uh, maybe that you might be running wild with your ego. You listen to advice, but you rarely follow it. You never look for flaws in your own plans and ideas. You try to do everything yourself, mm. which I love that one because that's something we deal with at Spirit all the time in the virtual assistant agency is that some of our potential clients who are new to delegating, they are just hanging on to everything. And I always looked at that as like a control issue, but there's also an ego issue there mm. too, where they mm -hmm. they have yep. to have their hands on everything because they, but you know, they want all the credit for all the things and they think by dispersing the duties in their business that somehow dilutes their their role or their contribution to their own business. And mm. it's simply not true. Prioritizing status over service. Um, if if how you uh, or appear in your business or is more important than the customer service or the products that you, the quality of the products you're putting out there, you might have an ego problem. Yeah. If you are driven by people's, you know, accolades and compliments, and therefore they can sort of manipulate you because they know that's what drives you, then you are, you're, you're vulnerable. You and your business are mm. vulnerable mm. Um, to that manipulation. So anyway, I hope it's helpful to anybody out there because I think we all struggle with it at times, particularly what, as Sam said, those times when we're feeling the least secure. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because human... Humans. Uh, Humans. Brent asked, but who decides which idea is better? And does that mean they have an ego if they think that? And I'll say no, because if no. it's data backed, if there's some kind of proof backed behind it, then that then, you know, it may be the better it. idea. I yeah. think the idea, I think the ego would come into play if you were not willing to listen to other people's contributions or you were not willing to like look at flaws in your idea. And I think yeah. the difference is because we all have an ego. That's what keeps us safe. But it's inflated ego that yeah. we're actually talking about yes. because I think as CEOs, we all do need to have an ego. It's just you don't want that to be overinflated so that it actually hurts. Yes. There we go. There we go. Yeah. And that's what we're talked about today. <laughs> Jen, you had a one cool thing you wanted to share? Yeah, I feel like I'm late to the party on this as usual, but there is an app in case somebody out there is later to the party than I am called the Marco Polo app. I'm later to the party. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of this. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I don't feel so bad. Well, it's, I haven't played around with it too much, but essentially it's a communication tool. It's like a video messaging tool, but you don't have to be live. So I can, and you can create groups and you can have friends. And so I could leave you a video or voice message and oh, you can like put notes. Yeah. And you can, you know, you can do all kinds of fun things with it, but you can leave it for somebody to listen or watch later. They can do it live. It's an option, but it's sort of a voicemail, but with video. So I started hearing people, you know, chatter about it on Facebook. People are like, who else is on Marco Polo? And then, uh, you know, all these people are like, I am. And I was like, and they're all people that I, you know, kind of know. And I was like, these people are the kind of people that would know a good app, <laughs> you know, if they saw one. So I immediately downloaded it and I, I tried to uh, make a group with my family and they were like, is this a scam? What is this? So I was like, okay. So I haven't had a chance to really to test it out yet, but apparently 
It's very cool. And I don't. I, one of I, these. I, oh, really? Yeah, I think. I've got. Someone I know sent me one of these. They sent you like an invitation. No, not to join, but just sent. Can you send it? Wait, you can't send it to people outside of Marco Polo. Maybe well, a it it it, it, it adds your contacts. I think from like Facebook, like I it knows all my contacts, and then you can invite your contacts to join you on Marco Polo. Hmm. I haven't, like I said, I haven't played with it a lot, but it looks really cool. Like a, a pretty, I'm always looking for very efficient communication tools, like with Sparrow and everything. And we use Voxer a lot, but mm. I like that this was, you know, had a video option. I just, uh, uh, okay, I, I don't though. understand. I, I'm obviously missing something. I don't understand why you wouldn't just take a video and send it to someone on Messenger because then they can watch it later and it just cuts down another app. But I'm I'm obviously missing something because I looked at it and went, why would I want an extra app for this when I already have these abilities with other apps that I already have on my phone? Well, I guess because yeah. everything is contained within the app, the video recording, the voice recording, the annotations, the notes. I think you might be able to attach files. I'm not sure. Anyway, I guess because it's all in one place and you can make groups and not that you can't do that with Facebook, but... Yeah, I guess it's got some bells and whistles that make it a little bit more practical mm. for, for We that. all like bells and whistles. We like bells and whistles. <laughs> yeah, bells and whistles are fun. So I'll I'll know more the more I play with it, but you know, I was desperate to find a one cool thing and that was the coolest <laughs> thing I'd found this week. So <laughs> That's awesome. No, and and I've not heard of it. When I opened up, I was like, Oh, I have not heard of this. It's the only cool thing I found this week. <laughs> nothing new has ever has come into my life other than Marco Polo, so Good work, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> I had a story I wanted to share real quick here. I like, love this. You get this. Yeah. 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 This is a heart warmer. Yeah. I thought we could all use something like this going into. We have Thanksgiving up here, Sands, Thursday yep. here in, in the States. And uh, so so this kid loves uh, Cheetos and it led him to start a business that helped him fit his family move out of a shed into an apartment. Basically, he would hear like the fire the ice the fire truck the ice cream trucks jingle coming down the street and he wanted to get flaming hot cheetos because this is his favorite snack and is this a cheeto truck or an ice cream truck my ice cream trucks never had anything other than ice cream really i Uh, guess they've expanded into cheetos some of them did growing up like some some of them had some of them like we have mr softy around here and he's just ice cream but and like frozen treats but some of the other ones i've had around growing up they had other like they had like a snack rack kind of thing all right i'm missing out okay but yeah so he wanted flaming hot cheetos and when he he got you know got basically got tired of hearing the word no or seeing the the mom's you know, the mom's like, kid, we're living money. in a shed, or we're not gonna, yes. <laughs> we don't have any money for Flamin' Hot Cheetos. We're living in no. a shed. Look around. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yep. So he, uh, he decided to start his own business selling plants and has apparently expanded into a pretty decent yeah. sized area. And- start out with those succulents, which are very popular. So yeah. not only does he get his Cheetos, but they're now living in an apartment. I think this yeah. is such an awesome story. It's such a feel yes. good story. He's, and he's yeah, adorable. And he brought his. He was able to bring his sister back to the United States from Mexico. I think she was. Yeah. She was oh, there, really? and they couldn't afford to bring oh. her here. And why would you want to bring her to a shed? Like that's not going to work out. So yeah, yeah, he's he's a hero of the day. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He, he Although, like, like a- kudos to his mum too for him even having that thought in the first place. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Like the whole family must be amazing. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that, that reminds me of that kid that started his own arcade. Kane's Arcade. That's it. Oh, Kane's Arcade. <gasps> I yeah. love Kane's Arcade. Such a, <laughs> that was such a sweet story. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Apparently, the website doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Good to know. That's a shame. But yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a great story. And now, yeah, let's move on to your one. Yeah, or take my lunch, lunch money. money. Yeah. yeah take, take my lunch money. Well, you know, with Black Friday here right around the corner, you see a lot of. I don't know, these shop small, please, like, please support small businesses. Mm-hmm. And so I love anything that compiles multiple small businesses in one place to make my shopping easier. <laughs> it's all about me. But uh, so uh, Lisa Shapiro, who heads uh, DC Fempreneur, whom I'm, I'm a member of, she spent countless hours putting together this small business shopping guide from some local small businesses in the DC metro area. I think she did a great job and I'm going to be shopping, doing some holiday shopping. One of the vendors has a, I don't know if you're going to scroll to it or not, Joe, but there's an, a Christmas ornament and it's a dumpster on fire and it says 2020. And I was like, there it is. There we go. I was like, yeah, everybody's getting one of those for the holidays. Hope it didn't spoil <laughs> it for anybody, but everybody needs one of those on their tree this year. Anyway, so I just, you know, I love supporting small businesses. Businesses, but you know Amazon is so convenient. So anything that can you know can make it convenient to support them, I love. So I think thank uh, thank DC Fempreneur for putting this together. I love it. I had a look through. There's a lot in there. This is fantastic. Yeah, and really, it's organi- really organized really well into like you know categories to make your shopping easier. Yeah. <sighs> awesome. So just gonna take take some lunch money, probably some dinner money too. Good work. But, you know, it's small business that keeps the economy turning. Yep. So support, support small business. Yes. You'll be glad you did. Absolutely. It'll feed your ego. (laughs) No, it'll make you feel good. That's different. (laughs) different. Sure it is. That was just a, a call back again. Don't don't try that at home. I'll leave that to the professionals. <laughs> I think it's all perspective at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Good so, work. Yes. No, that is good work. So we have some news that we wanted to share with everyone about the show and where it's going and what we're doing. And does anybody want to be the first to speak on this, or do you? Want <sighs> You've been such a great show host, Joe. <laughs> yes, show. Sure. I, 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 I appreciate that. I uh, I think that you're the best person for the job here. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Joe, Sam. I really yeah, wanted you to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the show is going to be coming to an end. What? Uh, Nobody yeah. told me. Oh, you didn't know. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you weren't in well, the group you know, chat. <laughs> it's, you know, me, me and Joe, we've got bigger it's egos. Like, <laughs> Damn it. I'm always the last to know around here. <laughs> yeah. So we, you know, collectively all have a lot of projects going on and things going on. And it's been a fun almost year with the show we've done. We've done a it. lot. Yeah. yeah, I've really enjoyed. It's been the best part of my week on many a weeks through twenty through twenty twenty, and but you know all great things come have to come to an end, and 
so we you know collectively all decided that it's probably best for us to to put this off to the side here so what we're going to do is one more episode next week at 3:30 p.m. Eastern, 7:30 a.m. on Tuesday, Australian Eastern Time, and we're going to basically when we started the show, we talked about what we wanted to get out of the show and what we wanted to get, you know, I guess this year with doing the show and what we, you know, so I thought it'd be fitting that we come together one last time and talk about what we're what we learned, what we grew from and, and where, you know, where we're going to go, what next steps we're going to take from here. So we'll be back for one last episode after this, what well, after this week. So mm. yeah, feel free to beg us to stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it could work. You never know. You never know. It could work. It could. I mean, it could. And, and we could have radio silence. <laughs> I mean, Speaking of egos, like you podcasters have them and we really <laughs> are driven by reviews, <laughs> accolades, compliments. <laughs> yeah, very true. But yeah, no, this has been great fun and I'm so glad we did it. It's been a, such an experience. And you never it know what will happen in the future. Yeah. You never yeah. know. Bands get back together all they the do. time. They do. <laughs> <laughs> the feed will stay up for at least a while, for at least another couple of months, at the very least. So it's not like you, you won't be able to get these episodes. They'll always be available. Uh, we are on YouTube. Uh, I don't know if everybody realizes that. I didn't even uh, know. I didn't know we were on YouTube. Oh, I'm yeah, a YouTube yeah, we, star and I didn't even know it. <laughs> to, all, to all three subscribers that we have. Wow, we have three subscribers. I'm probably one or maybe all three of them. I'm not sure, but uh, <laughs> it's clearly not the three of us. There's there's clearly two other people out there. We could have five. Yeah. Subscribers. Well, I have plenty of YouTube channels. So anyway, the hmm. yeah, so it, it'll always be up on YouTube. The website will probably be up for at least another year, maybe two, since it's just a domain name. It's not you know huge expense, and that'll keep up the uh, RSS feed. So. Yeah, so it's not going away. They're there for you to reference. And, of course, Facebook has these as well, so you can always go back to yeah. Facebook to reference them. Mm-hmm. But, but the, yeah, yeah the, I is... mean, the good news is our businesses are thriving despite this chaotic year, and that's, you know, it's taking up a lot of our time. So it, it's a good problem to have, you will miss Absolutely. it. But we will Absolutely. be back next week. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we, we will be, be back, back next, next week, week for we'll episode back. 41. That'll be our, our final episode for, well, for now. And, uh, I, you know, it's sad, but, you know, all good things come back around too. So exactly. we'll see what happened. It's been an amazing experience. And the people that have watched us throughout this whole year have been amazing. People like Brent. Uh, mm. and, mm-hmm. you know, Brent says that it's sad to hear, but best of luck with other endeavors. He's just you willing know. to let us go. No begging. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. He's like, yeah, <laughs> He's like so, so long. See you later. See you later. I just got an hour back. Thanks. <laughs> Best of luck. <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah, I mean, people like Lou and Mary Sue and Brent and Tim. Uh, Marsha. Marsha. Who else am I missing? Did you um, say Tim? I said Tim. Was there a Maria? No, wait. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Marsha. Yeah, I'm blanking on some other names here, but well, Lisa, right? Lisa, Lisa was, uh, yeah. yeah, was in quite a few of those. Not, <laughs> not into begging for no reason. <laughs> uh, wow, <laughs> not even, not even willing to try. Damn. Wow, wow. wow. 
we got big, we got big, we long memories. Uh, okay. Yes. Anyways. The memories, <laughs> the, memories <laughs> the lessons, and and all that, and the great things that we've learned. Right, Rocket Book. Right. There's so many things. So we'll talk I about mean, all of those. Things. Worth, like, it was worth it just for Rocket Book. Totally, Jen. <laughs> it changed the way that my coaches <laughs> do everything. Think. Awesome. I didn't share the first comment. comment. But, oh, Joe. We're all ego driven to some extent, though, right? Curious to know where you think the line is that it turns negative. Well, we covered that. Yeah. I but, think it's but, just like, it's, Brent, it's, you know, when Brent you stop liked. listening, right? When you stop listening, like that, that's to me, that's when it starts, when it turns negative. So you're, you're welcome, Brent. <laughs> anyway, you know, there's still time. To <laughs> he's so needy. I feel anyway, like Brent is very needy. Anyway, <sighs> there's still time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and tell us what you want to hear next week on our final episode of the Business Geeks Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Business Geeks Podcast, share it with the business geek in your life. Send us your questions and suggestions to questions at businessgeekspodcast.com catch us next monday 3 30 p.m eastern to tuesday 7 30 a.m uh australian eastern daylight time for sam and jen i'm super joe pardo and we will uh see you next week for our final episode Take best care. of luck